Welcome to another episode of Cross-Section, the official podcast of the Section on Neonatal Perinatal Medicine of the American Academy of Pediatrics. The Neonatal Section represents more than 3,500 neonatologists and clinicians who are committed to caring for the nation's smallest and most vulnerable patients. In Cross-Section, we hear firsthand from some of those individuals about their work. Hello, I'm John Zupanzik, and I'm the chair of the section on neonatal perinatal medicine of the AAP. In this week's cross-section, I'd like to talk to you directly about the implications of the current healthcare debate for newborn infants. You know, I had an epiphany when I became actively involved in the AAP. Like you, I had long understood that the section was a wonderful venue for networking, continuing education, clinical statements, and mentoring and that we fulfilled a critical role in representing the interests of our membership. But it was only after witnessing the ongoing involvement of the organization in national discussions of health and policy that I came to understand that the AAP is also one of our most important institutions of public health. Every day in Washington and Chicago, more than a dozen individuals work tirelessly to monitor national priorities concerning children on our behalf connecting policymakers with pediatric expertise, influencing the course of legislation, and engaging media and the public to ensure a full understanding of that process. In the past few years, their efforts have contributed to the passage of the Affordable Care Act and the bipartisan reauthorization of the Children's Health Insurance Plan. Children have benefited enormously from these programs, and arguably our patients most of all. NICU graduates have a very high prevalence of chronic physical, psychological, and emotional conditions, and they must have access to health care to optimize their outcomes. It was therefore an incredible accomplishment that the proportion of children without health insurance fell from 9.3% in 2008 to 4.8% in 2015. And in some states, like my own state of Massachusetts, it's now as low as 1%. Moreover, the coverage is meaningful. Children are guaranteed a package of essential health benefits, including mental health care, emergency treatment, and prescription drugs. Those same safeguards ensure that maternity care is provided so that our services are less likely to be necessary in the first place. Following delivery, newborn coverage is insured, and after discharge, The early and periodic screening, diagnostic, and treatment program means that our patients are monitored with regular checkups so that they receive timely and effective interventions. All of this is now at risk, not only because of rollback of the Affordable Care Act, but because of planned profound changes in Medicaid. Many of us do not appreciate that Medicaid is actually largely a pediatric program. 43% of its enrollees annually are children, more than 36 million kids, and more than half of children's hospital inpatient days and 49% of preterm births are paid for by Medicaid. Another 8.4 million kids are covered by the CHIP program and 1.1 million by the Affordable Care Act marketplaces. Current legislation promises two big types of changes to Medicaid. First, Federal Medicaid spending would be cut by $830 billion, or 16.7% over the next 10 years, and the program would cover 14 million fewer people. Second, the way that states receive those funds would be changed. 
instead of matching funds based on states' enrollees and costs, funding would be fixed as block or per capita grants with any overages paid for by the states. That means that not only would millions of our patients lose coverage in the first place, but that those who remained would have to compete for funds at the state level with other disadvantaged groups for health care and with other social priorities such as education and infrastructure. Inevitably, this will lead to tighter eligibility standards, lower MD payments, and more limited benefit packages. Our vulnerable patients and their families would be placed in even greater jeopardy when recessions or natural disasters placed strains on state budgets, since Medicaid funding is currently more than 50% of all federal financial transfers to states. Beyond these Medicaid changes, neonatologists would also see an adverse impact from a repeal of the Affordable Care Act. The majority of our most vulnerable patients have pre-existing conditions, including cerebral palsy, neurosensory impairment, chronic lung disease and asthma, autism and mental health disorders. The current plan might prohibit explicit exclusion for such conditions, but foregoing so-called community rating would allow exceedingly high premiums to be charged, effectively preventing families from gaining access. The solutions suggested for this, notably high-risk pools, are widely considered by health policy experts to be inadequate to the task. Even for patients without a pre-existing condition, the lifetime limits on coverage prohibited by the ACA could be reinstated. Prior to the ACA, more than 105 million individuals had plans with lifetime caps, and many of us can remember when patients would reach their lifetime limits prior to discharge from the NICU. We at the front line see firsthand the toxic effects of financial stress, but the argument goes even beyond that. Compared to children without insurance, those enrolled in Medicaid are more likely to get checkups, miss less school, graduate, and enter the workforce than their uninsured peers. Healthy children are the cornerstone of a healthy society and economy, and we can make children healthier through access to care. So what can we do about it? Well, in a word, participate. Lend your expertise to the discussion through calls to your members of Congress, opinion pieces in local newspapers, and social media postings. Resources for action, including a toolkit, can be found at federaladvocacy.aap.org. Remember that pediatricians are widely respected by the public and contributing your opinions will help to show that this is a debate about the best policies for children, not about pol party politics. These issues are relevant to us, not only as citizens, but as newborn providers as well. Many of you are talking about them already and working to draw attention to them. If you coordinate your individual efforts with your 3,500 colleagues in the AAP section on neonatal perinatal medicine and with the 64,000 pediatricians in the AAP, you will speak not only clearly and credibly, but also very, very loudly. I look forward to joining my voice with yours. Thank you. Thank you.